Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. Jesus is all that we desire to, to look up to, to model our life after his teachings, the word. That's why we do this podcast here. We want to get into God's word so that God's word comes into us or gets into us, and then God's word comes out of us. Um, we want to become more and more like Jesus every single day. Uh, this week, we're continuing uh, with uh, Susie Harris from our Southwest campus, uh, hopping into Acts chapter 15. I'll switch that up from James into Acts today. Uh, Susie, before we hop in here uh, with some things going on in Acts 15, the Jerusalem Council and such, um, over the years of you following Jesus, how have you found your, your place in ministry where God has designed you to serve in the ministry that he's called you to? Well, my favorite place to serve is hospitality, mm-hmm. where I'm greeting and I'm doing that as people walk in the door mm-hmm. because I love my church mm-hmm. and I love the Lord. And when people walk in, I know that, especially with visitors, we're their first impact. Mm-hmm. And I want it to be positive and I want to show them around. I want to introduce them to everybody. I want them to feel comfortable. I want to plug them in. Yeah. Um, and part of the reason is because Alan did that to us. Mm-hmm. Um, he called us and said, hey, come to church. Mm-hmm. And COVID hit, and so then our other church wasn't open yet, so we thought we might as well go try. And that very first Sunday that we were there, he had to call at 4 o'clock, and he put my daughter in with youth group. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, he plugged my husband in with life group because we had gone to lunch. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he had me on the go team, and he's mm-hmm. just really just plugged us all in everywhere um, that he we could possibly could get us to serve. <laughs> um, and we've absolutely... <laughs> loved every step of it, it being involved in it. And one of my favorite is outreach. Mm. I love going around and telling people about FCC. And no mm. matter where you live, we got one for you. And <laughs> you and I have discussed about how I think the Spanish church should be up there with where my grandson is with his Spanish influence and things like that. So, um, yeah, I that's my favorite part of being plugged in and being able to bring other people. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the most powerful experiences, though, was at my previous church, I would do VBS, and I would be like the MC or the main speaker up on stage. And I remember I was talking the very last time, and we were given a recap of the week, and the Holy Spirit just got a Mm -hmm. hold of me, Mm -hmm. and words came out of me that I had no idea were coming (laughs) out. I started crying. I could just feel the Holy Spirit as I was just, you know, not begging, but Mm -hmm. just telling people about the love of God Mm and just that feeling that comes over you when you're worshiping Him and you can you're sharing him with others. Mm-hmm. That's when I glow, and that's when I really get excited. Yeah, love it. First Corinthians twelve. That's when the the Holy Spirit manifests Himself or reveals Himself to us, points to point people to Jesus. Love it. Well, as talking about uh, missions, go team, and such, we're here in Acts chapter fifteen. Uh, what was the passage of scripture that the Holy Spirit revealed to you that you wrote down and highlighted for today's reading? Well, it kind of has to go with the go team. Today, I chose chapter 1536, where it's right after the disagreement between Paul and Barnabas, or it's part of it. And it says, sometimes later, 
Paul said to Barnabas, let us go back and visit the brothers in all the towns where we preached the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. Mm, explain that text. What's going on here for us a little bit? You asked me to do it. I told you to do that. <laughs> um, the way I take it is uh, that this is right when they're um, having a disagreement, and he's saying he doesn't want to take Mark with them, and Barnabas wanted to mm-hmm. because Mark left him last time. As I was going over this with my husband, he pointed out to me that, you know, Susie, if God hadn't done that, um, only half the territories would have been reached, that because of this, twice the churches were formed, twice mm-hmm. the ground was covered. That's another reason why we always have to trust God. He knows what mm. we're doing, even in the midst of what we think is, is hardships. Um, mm-hmm. But I see this as, for me personally, it spoke to me because once you plant the seed, yes, sometimes God just says, plant the seed, I'll mm-hmm. do the rest. Mm-hmm. And he sends other people. Sometimes it falls on rock and you can't mm-hmm. do anything. Sometimes it falls between the rocks, but sometimes it's soiled. Mm-hmm. And you don't know where it fell. But unless you're willing to share the word and feed it and mm-hmm. go and water it and give it, you know, whatever it needs for that person to grow, then you've done them a disservice. Mm-hmm. You've introduced them to Jesus, but you haven't allowed them to know Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so we have to continue and be willing to follow through. And there's so many people in my life group who are so good about that, inviting people to life groups so that they can draw closer and mm-hmm. going around church and you see people you don't know. Might not be their first Sunday. I, I remember one Sunday when I was greeting at my old church, I was like, hey, is this guy coming down? Is he the one, like, he's not wearing a name tag. Should I go talk to him? And they were like, Susie, he started this church. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, I didn't know. So, I mean, sometimes, but you got to be willing to go out Absolutely. there, right? And you have to Absolutely. be willing to tell others about him and be willing to go back and to go ahead and help them grow in their faith. Yeah, I was just listening to a guy's name, Kerry Newhoff. He, he pastored a church called Connexus up in uh, Canada, up in the Toronto area. And when COVID first, when they first reopened physical gatherings of COVID, you had like pre-register. And so there was like almost like a restaurant style, like you'd go in and check in. So he was like, you know, they would take like your last name. So he's like, Newhoff. And uh, she's like, uh, is it uh, William? And he's like, no, that's my dad. And she's like, oh, Carrie. She's like, He's like, yeah. And he's like, he said internally, he felt like, come on, lady, don't you know me? Like, I founded this church. I was the pastor of this church for 25 years. And there was, he said, there was some pride rose up within him. But then he was like, I'm so grateful that this church is bigger than me. I'm so grateful that this wow. church has grown, that that these people, we've reached people since, and he didn't even step down from the lead pastor role for like three or four years or somewhere around there. Um, but yeah, okay, cool. So b- back in the text, so you mentioned this, that that Paul and Barnabas, uh, they, um, you could use the negative term, they split, they went ways, or you could, what we would say, multiplied. That they they, they multiplied and went in this direction. Uh, I imagine in the years in ministry, years in following Jesus, years in the church, you've seen... Um, uh, life groups grow to the point where it's like, hey, there needs to be a multiplication because we can't shepherd, we can't take care of this. Yet there's a a tendency in our heart that's like, but we want, we don't want to, we want to keep this, but we have to keep the main thing in front of us, which is to reach people with the gospel and provide opportunities for people to experience the very same thing that, that we have here. So who in your life, as you've looked back, has been that, that Paul to you that's come back and reached and said, hey, I've shared the gospel with you but I'm still wanting to like cultivate the soil and I want to make sure that you're growing and taking care of you and mending you in, in those kind of ways. Well, you know, I um, accepted Jesus when I was 11. I grew up in a Christian home. 
But it wasn't until I moved to Roanoke that my faith really took hold and really started growing and developing. And um, in the previous place where I went, we had a program, it started in February, and it was called Heart to Heart for Women. Mm. And you could either be a mentor or you could be mentored. And even though I was probably in my 30s or early 40s, I said, I don't want to be mentored by an older person who can help me grow. I don't want to, I don't think I'm ready to be there to help that young mother yet or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they paired me up with this wonderful lady by the name of Betty Henderson. And she um, has moved to Charlotte since then, but she still stays in touch. When mm. she's back in town, they have a house at the lake. She invites me to go out to the lake for a day, and we just sit around and just float and talk. And she always leads me to Christ. And when I leave, read her Facebook posts, she takes her grandchildren, and then she'll blow it up into this beautifully written thing mm. about how the Lord is at work and how Jesus is calling you like your grandchild calls you. And mm. it's just really cool to see her and it's like I want to be like her Mm. you know and she's invested in my children but I say that but I have other friends like Roseanne and um, Barb and uh, so many others that are right there with me when I just say hey I need somebody they're there for me Mm -hmm. Um, and they we used to do Bible study even when I left and went to FCC a bunch of us women who knew each other before all got together and we would do Bible study together and mm-hmm. heal each other, mm-hmm. hold each other accountable, mm-hmm. That's which right. I think is extremely important. Yeah, yeah, I love it, love it. I, I think it's an aspect of it that just because we're not in close proximity at all times does that mean that gospel ministry stops, but we can right. minister to one another. Well, it's also a prime example, right? That we all have many who invested in us. Yeah. Praise God, yeah. right? Yeah, And Absolutely. because of that, we're not. it takes that pressure off. It's not just you feeding into yeah. that person, but God's going to put other people in their lives mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. I know one of Pastor Ken's favorite verses is the, uh, Paul says, I, I planted, Apollos watered, but God's the one that ultimately reaps the harvest. So, right. so I love, we're designed well, I like for that. community. We're designed for to be in relationship with following Jesus, not meant to be done alone. You yeah. cannot follow Jesus alone. You have to follow Jesus along with others. Well, thanks for joining us here today uh, in Acts chapter 15 here on the Jesus Everyday Podcast. 